Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Episode 75. I'm going to talk a little bit about people and them not getting us and our need or desire to want people to get us. Like they don't get me. Listen, if you're a high achieving Black woman, you probably are talking about some things that some people don't get. And you kind of want them to get you. It kind of comes from this fear of I'm going to be alone. I coached someone this week about that, like having lots of success, but then she has lots of success and then she kind of slows it down. And then she has lots of success and then she kind of slows it down because there's this fear of the unknown of how she's going to change And underneath that fear was, I'm going to be alone. And I think it's a primal instinct. It's in our DNA. And I've talked about this before on how our sense of belonging is very strong. And whenever we have our desire to do epic shit come up against our primal things, Until we know how to coach ourselves on it, guess which one wins every time? The primal one wins. It's like trying to hold your breath underneath water. Like there is a reflex, right? That you will fight your way out of and like get to the top and get air, right? There is some primal things that are in our DNA, One of them is belonging, that desire to belong, to be safe, because when we were in community, we were safer. When we were shunned from the community, we weren't safe because, as I said before, we couldn't cook, hunt, protect ourselves, sleep, and watch over us while we were sleeping all at the same time. We needed community. So it makes sense when They don't get me, whoever they is, becomes a problem for us. So there is a little bit of shame of being different. Think about you and your families. Like we are all the same, but there's always kind of the one, even in your family, think of it. There's always that one that's a little bit different that dress is different, that has a different view, that dance is different. Maybe they can't dance. Maybe they can't cook, right? There's always that little bit of like different. I don't see things the way other people see. Like, I don't like the same things. There's a little bit of a shame of being different within our community. And when we're different, this increases our visibility. Well, we've talked about visibility before, right? Visibility for us was something that was like, no, you fly under the radar. Goes against 
all our programming of our aunties and our mamas. We are to be seen and like heard and not seen. Like you're not supposed to be seen. Don't stand out. Fly under the radar. I don't have to go into all the reasons why historically that was important. So when we're different and then people start making reference of it, there's this discomfort. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about as we recognize, honor that desire within ourselves to create our epic shit. And guess what? Your epic shit is your epic shit. No one can tell you it's not epic. Your epic shit could be, I go to bed at 8.30 every night and I get eight hours sleep. I don't care what your epic shit is. Whatever your epic shit is, I own who I am. Nine times out of 10, it's more of a personal thing. It's how we feel when we're doing whatever the thing is that we want to do. But for some, it's big achievement. For others, it's coming inward. It doesn't matter. When you're doing your epic shit, people won't get you. And that is okay. I did a podcast a while back after the angry black woman that talked about letting them be wrong about you. We can use some of that podcast in this. Let them be wrong. Understand that they will have their own opinion. It's okay. But I want to talk about that primal desire for people to get us. I want to talk about it from two points of view. They don't get me. And the first point of view is the answer to that is because I always go, they don't get you. And why is that a problem? Okay. The first one is, and I need them to. Why queen? Why do you need them to get you? Understand that it's a need. You will probably never answer the question of they, I need them to, but like, if you're, if you have a big goal, and your husband has no desire for it. And he's like, I don't get it. I don't see you. I don't see you doing it. This doesn't make any sense. And he just doesn't get you, right? He doesn't get the fact that you're like trying to do this. You want to start this business. He's like, I don't know why you have a good job. I don't get it, right? If the thought is, and I need him to, remember, it's always the quality of our questions. Why? Why do I need him to? Why do you need her to? If it's a wife, why do you need them to get you? Understanding the primal conditioning, but we can go underneath that and figure out what are the thoughts? What are we relying on so we can do our work on this, right? As Sharina said in her podcast, we don't trip over the mountains, it's the pebbles, right? So what is the little pebble that's in your shoe that's rubbing you on this thing? That's the work. That's the work you do with a coach. That's the work of self-coaching. That's what we do in Deeply Rooted. So why do you need them to get you? Maybe because you're using it as a sign that I'm wrong. If they don't understand me, maybe I'm wrong. Notice it's always us that's wrong. Our brain will always see us as wrong. That's the default. Notice this pattern. Oh, here I go again, making myself wrong 
can always be your response when you find this. When they don't get me, I need them to get me because if not, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong in the fact that I shouldn't be wanting to do this, or maybe I'm wrong in the fact that I can't do this and I'm biting off more than I chew. Like they see something in me that I don't. Maybe I can't pull this impossible thing off and who am I to think I am? And if we're not answering those questions for ourselves, we will outsource that to those that don't get us. And that will create the need for them getting us as opposed to us deciding that it's okay that they don't get us. And therefore, we will work on us getting us and why I think I can't do the impossible thing. You see, one, I'm trying to solve and create and like fix them for liking me or getting me, or I understand me and coach myself on why do I think I can't do this? Who says I can't? It may be impossible, but why don't I want to try it? What is wrong with them thinking I'm wrong? What if wrong with them thinking I can't do it? I can't tell you how many uphill burdens I have done with a husband, with a mother, with close friends, good, good friends thinking I can't do it. She can't do it. And I understand that burden that we put on ourselves when they can't do it. Now I know because I'm a coach, I don't need them. It's like going up the hill and carrying the burden of like, I can't do it. Maybe I'm going in the wrong direction. Maybe they're right. Maybe I should. Maybe they see something that I don't see. Maybe I'm weird. Maybe I'm like, something's wrong with me. I shouldn't be thinking this big. Maybe I should be comfortable, right? Like, those things, maybe I am too big for my bridges, right? Or another thing is I need them to get me because I'm using this as a signal that I'm doing the wrong thing. Because if it was clear that I was supposed to do this, everybody would agree. No, ma'am. Well, okay. If it was clear that I'm supposed to do this, the people around me would see it and go, yes, you are designed for this. Again, no, ma'am. Can I tell you when I wanted to go to anesthesia school, everybody wasn't in support of that. Out of my whole friend tribe, family and everybody, I had two people that were in support of it. No, three. Three people who were in support of that. That's it. Three. Everybody else thought I was crazy. Why in the hell would you quit your job as a nurse, go to school, and it's going to be hard, and you got them two, them three small kids, how are you going to do it? How are you going to pay your bills quitting your job? I get it. Didn't make sense to me either. I just know it was a desire that I had, and I was going to do it. Don't think that the same thing didn't happen when I wanted to ask for a divorce with three small kids, or I wanted to quit that anesthesia career after 18 years and do life coaching. Not everybody agrees with you. Even those in your closest circles, even our significant others, even our mothers, even our kids, even our best friends. If we need them to, 
The question is why do you need them to co-sign your impossible goal, your epic shit, your path, your change in direction? Why are you expecting them to should be the question. Just because they love you doesn't mean they agree with everything because they don't have privy to your internal thoughts, your desires inside your brain. They only have privy to their thoughts about you. That's it. That's the best that they can do is go off of their thoughts about you. But that's not you. That's just their thoughts about you. They don't have your thoughts, nor is your past, whatever they're thinking is, if they're basing it on your past, which is all they can base it on because they don't have privy to your current thoughts. Of course, they're going to think about it if they're gauging it from your past, because those were your old thoughts. They don't know about your new thoughts. Only you do. And it's your new thoughts, your new way of being with yourself that's going to create the epic shit. They don't have privates or access to those thoughts. Even if they do, if you just said it once or twice, they're like still hung up on the old version of you. You know your new version, and it's okay to put everything in the past to rest and go with your new version, your new thoughts, and let them be wrong. Let them not get you. It's okay. But what I want to tell you to do is when you're using them as a signal that I'm headed in the right path, you're being distracted. Because you're working on them seeing it as opposed to you creating it. Please hear me on this. When you're waiting on them to get you, you're distracted and you're worried about them seeing it. So you're spending so much time saying, see, I'm going to be good at this. Look, look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. Right. How you show up when you need them to see it as opposed to I get it. You don't get it. And then you go show up to solve for the actual thing you want to do, which is completely different. It's a distraction, queen. People are going to people. Brains are going to brain. Even those closest to us. And we don't have to make it mean anything because we know our own brain trips with us. So why would you expect your husband's brain, your wife's brain, your mother brain, your best friend brain not to trip with you? When your own brain trips with you, of course, their brain is going to trip with what your impossible goal is, your epic shit is. Expect it. It's okay. Choose to love them anyway. And the only way you get to do that is because you know you have the power to decide. When you haven't owned your power to decide, you outsource that out to these little signals from friends and family or I need them to, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they see something in me that I don't see. Another way they don't get me gets in the way. This one is a different tone. It's they don't get me and they should. It's more of an entitled one. It's like, I supported you when you were doing that that dumb shit, <laughs> Right. I supported you when you didn't do this. I supported you when you wanted to do the amazing thing and I was all behind you, right? It's like they should. And it's more of an entitlement. 
Like if you were my mother and you loved me, you would like support me with anything. If you are my husband and you love me, I don't care how crazy it is. You should support me. No, ma'am. Only thing they should do is be exactly who they are. Let them be. Who says they can't disagree with you and not love you? It has to be like, what makes love not disagreeing with you? No, that's not how it works. Let them be human. When we get entitled to it and we're angry and we're making it about them, what are you not doing? You're not solving for your problem of doing the epic shit. You're not deciding how I'm going to show up so I can get the contract. Like I can lose the weight. I can like get the assignment. I can get the promotion. I can show up in that. I can solve for the project. I can solve for whatever problems it is. I can get more money. I can create a product that solves the problem. Like your brain, remember our brain is so limited. And if we're using our precious, precious resources of our brain, trying to solve for people to get you, you are wasting wasting the energy that is needed to actually solve for the problem. Because can I tell you what's going to happen? Solve for the actual problem of the epic shit. I promise you, if you show up as that person as on a consistent basis, they will have be so good at it that they will have no other choice but to come on board and say, I knew it and just smile. Like just smile when they go, I know it. When they start saying, I knew you were going to be just smile. It's okay because they have a brain like yours. And if you were to be honest, you were questioning it too. So why the fuck are you upset that they are? Brains are gonna brain. When you are making it mean that they should, then you start telling everybody about how they're not supporting you. Like think about how much energy it's being used. Like you try to convince them that they should and be mad or you start telling everybody your story of how they're not supporting you, right? How many conversations are you having? Not solving for the problem, not going like, how do I solve for whatever problem it is? I'm still trying to get so-and-so to think about things the way I think about things. No, ma'am, no. Take responsibility for how you feel about your epic shit, independent reason. Remember when I talked about deeply rooted, deeply rooted, I called it deeply rooted because it is unshakable in your belief in yourself and your ability to create. And it's a sign that you are not unshakable. Stop trying to fix them and fix that. The roots queen, go to your roots, your belief, what you are telling, what you are believing about yourself and your creative ability. That's how you solve for this. Not trying to fix them of not getting you, not beating yourself because you need to either, but understanding that this is primal instincts that is outdated. It is not the year 00 AD. This is the year 2022, and we don't need everybody to like us. We actually live in an enclosed shelter with a locked door. We can go to sleep and not have to have anybody guard over us watching. 
Okay. Or get a security system and leave that to ADT. (laughs) So it's okay that they don't get you. It's okay that they don't get you. I'm going to say it again. It's okay that they don't get you. The question is, why is that a problem for you? Are you thinking I need them to? Because it's a sign because you haven't done your work. When we need them to give us the signal, the go ahead, that we're good, it's because we're not doing the work to coach ourselves. So we're wanting them to do it for us. No, ma'am. Because if you need them to do that for you, then notice how you will go to them on everything. Look what I'm doing now. Look what I'm doing now. Because you will continue because that is a bucket with a hole in it. As soon as you fill it up with them saying yes, the hole will have you having to go back to them. You will always be dependent on them and that opinion. And they may be unshakable in their belief of you. And that is fantastic. But do you want to be dependent on that? Because the dependency is the thing that's going to get you. Or you can be so rooted in your belief in you that whether or not they believe you, it's okay. You got enough belief for the both of you. Imagine being married and having enough belief for you and your husband or you and your wife in your ability to create. What would that be like? They can just say some shit. And you can just let them and smile. And you will just be saying to yourself, like I tell my clients, go make a million dollars and just watch them. Just say to yourself, watch me. And then at the end of the year, give them 100K. Notice it as the distraction that it is. They don't get you. That's okay. You don't need them to, nor should they. All right, guys. Deeply Rooted is going. Are you on the wait list? Listen, I've been sending out stuff just to the wait list, giving them the behind the scenes of our weekly calls or what's going on or aha moments. Join the wait list at brigjohnson.com forward slash group. And it's May. And in May, I've decided to bring back the coaching. Because y'all know, I love coaching. I love everything coaching. And if you are a high-achieving woman and you're having some issues and you just want to take it to the coaching thing, I want you to go to brigjohnson.com forward slash coaching and sign up for one of our two totally free open coaching calls that we'll be holding in May. We're going to call it the Melanin Hour. It's a place for you, a safe place that you can talk about everything high achieving and black woman, right? Life, business, what's coming up, what's going on. Come and get coached on that. It is for you, for our community. So to get on the list of Deeply Rooted, go to Deeply Rooted, go to Brick Johnson dot com forward slash group. And for the month of May, we're going to open up two coaching opportunities, open coaching opportunities, you, me and Zoom. We're going to go for it. I'm going to unpack your shit. 
whatever, whatever is coming up for you on these podcasts that we're going to talk about. And I got some doozies lined up. Come get your questions answered, get coached, and you can sign up for those at Brig Johnson forward slash coaching. You'll get the link to the Zoom calls. These will not be replayed because I want this to be a sacred space for us. I just decided, no, there won't be any replays. So these coaching calls, they won't be recorded. You have to be live. I'm sorry. That's it. But I want us to feel safe and I want it to be sacred. So I made that decision. I may change my mind again on another one, but these one in May, they won't be recorded. All right. I will talk at you guys later. Till next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to brickjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. brickjohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.